Hi, friends. I'm Annie F. Downs. Let's read the Gospels. Before we jump in, remember, it's Monday, which means a new episode of Annie's mini BFF podcast drops today. That's our podcast for kids. And today we're reading the story of Jesus healing Jairus' daughter and the woman who touched his cloak. We're reading out of some of our favorite kids' Bibles from Zondra Kids. So if the mini BFFs in your life want to follow along, A, make sure you're subscribed to Annie's mini BFF podcast. And B, you can grab the three kids' Bibles we're going to be reading from, the Jesus Storybook Bible, the Tiny Truths Illustrated Bible, and the I Wonder Bible for 20% off. Just go to faithgateway.com. Use the code AD, like Annie Downs, AD20. And you can also visit the link in the show notes to easily find those Bibles too. Okay, let's read the Gospels. The Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the stories of Jesus Christ's life on earth, the friendships, the parables, the sacrifices, the meals, the miracles. So here is how this works. I'll read one chapter to you today. You can listen or read along in your own Bible. And then I'll mention the verse or idea that stood out to me, and then I'll pray. And that's it. So today is February 5th, and I'll be reading Mark 15 from the New International Version. Mark 15. Very early in the morning, the chief priest with the elders, the teachers of the law, and the whole Sanhedrin made their plans. So they bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? asked Pilate. You have said so, Jesus replied. The chief priest accused him of many things. So again, Pilate asked him, aren't you going to answer? See how many things they are accusing you of. But Jesus still made no reply, and Pilate was amazed. Now it was the custom at the festival to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? asked Pilate, knowing it was out of self-interest that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews, Pilate asked them. Crucify him, they shouted. Why, what crime has he committed, asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace, that is the praetorium, and called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him. And they began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews. Again and again, they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull, Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. 
And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lima sabathani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the Son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph, and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. It was preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath. So as evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph bought some linen cloth, took down the body, wrapped it in the linen, and placed it in a tomb cut out of rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. That is Mark 15. And while there is so much to think about in this chapter, and I bet you have something that has stood out to you, for some reason I can't get past the beginning where Pilate and Jesus have this conversation. And it almost, I, I just think there's so much we don't know about Pilate, but but he is certainly recognizing that Jesus is not guilty, that he that Pilate's kind of in a spot between these rulers of the synagogue and of the Jewish religion and Jesus. And I don't know, I'm just so interested in like verse five, Jesus made no reply and Pilate was amazed. I just am, one of the things we can't know that we can be curious about is what happened with the rest of Pilate's life? What happened after this um, marked day that he experienced knowing that Jesus died, that Jesus resurrected? Like what did Pilate think that whole time? I just am Everyone, we all get marked by the day we meet Jesus, don't we? So, yeah, let's just pray together. Jesus, I thank you. Um, I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for your willingness. I thank you for your honesty. I thank you that you didn't compromise. Even in conversation, you didn't compromise. So I'm grateful for that and how you model that. And we're really thankful for you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> 